0: Hi, welcome to the Women Behaving Boldly podcast, the podcast that features women who share their stories about personal and professional growth and transformations to uplift, encourage, and inspire all of us to live our most beautiful, fulfilling, and elevated lives. I'm your host, Elena Marie, and I'm glad you're here. Today's guest is Celia, and we're so excited to have her join us. Celia is a retired school teacher, newly retired, and today she's going to talk to us about transitioning into retirement and some of the things that she has been doing on her journey as she reestablishes a new way of being and doing new things in the world as a non-full-time teacher. So Celia, welcome.
1: Hi, Elena.
0: (laughs) So Celia, tell us, what was it like being a school teacher for almost 40 years and then going into retirement?
1: Wow. It was wonderful to to make that change in my life. And uh, it's such a huge change that I feel like I'm still just finding my way around in it. You know, it's been, I retired in March of 2020 when the pandemic, well, no, I didn't actually retire in March. Let's see, the pandemic hit in March of 2020, at least as far as when kids stopped going to school and everybody mm-hmm. went, home. I think that was March 13th. I remember the day, Friday the yeah. 13th. And it was my last day with the kids. And we went home thinking we'd be back in a month after, in after spring break and didn't happen and didn't happen. And then it was, nope, you're going to be home till the end of the school year. So I taught my last quarter from home on Zoom. <laughs> wow. And then I retired July 1st was my official retirement date.
0: So it's just been a couple of years. And some of that time has been, of course, you know, during the pandemic where you couldn't do a lot. Um, so talk about a lot of change and transition going on. Uh, what, what were some of the first things you did that you felt like, oh, this is what I need to do when I retire. And What were some of those things that you did?
1: Well, I think first, what comes to mind is once it was all over in July, um, I was, well, one, I was looking forward to a trip. We had planned a trip to Africa. My my daughter, uh, my oldest daughter had planned this trip to South Africa in Zimbabwe. And uh, my other daughter was coming, planning on coming. My two sisters were planning on coming. And, um, also my, my, one of my daughter's husbands at the time was coming. So we were all ready for that in September. So I had mm-hmm. done a lot of shopping at REI and things to get all my t-shirts and hats, yes. and socks and the <laughs> gear that you need to go because part of it was going to be safari and we, so that was really fun shopping. That was just a gift in itself, like just planning for this great trip that we were going to have. And uh, still we thought, oh, sure, by September, we'll all be doing what we do again, right? But mm-hmm. you know, summer, as the summer went by, we realized, nope, it's not going to happen this year. And uh, so I just mostly enjoyed going outside for walks. Um, just the freedom of not waking up to an alarm every day. I mean, how many people do you know would just die not to have to do that? I, I <laughs> love that not having to set the alarm. And, um, ironically, I, it was just great to go to bed early for a change. I, cause I'd normally love to stay up late and, yeah. myself And I didn't need to do that anymore. So I've just adjusted to the super healthy schedule of, you know, getting up, you know, having something to eat, going out for a walk. Um, and that's, it's just been great being unbusy. You know, I see, I have a book club that I'm part of so I, that's been going on for about 13 years,
0: mm-hmm.
1: a book that we meet and talk about every, every month. And it's still just going strong, you know, when we really stick, most of the time we stick to the book. I think that's why mm-hmm. it's worked so well. So <laughs> I just always have time for that. And I always have time to talk to my daughters I always have time to fix something that I would like to eat, to clean up. Um, so, yeah, I, I've been enjoying being undizzy. <laughs>
0: right. And it sounds like some of the things that you most looked forward to or that you have enjoyed have been some of those simple things that we might take for granted. Like, oh, my gosh, I can just make something I want. I can just call and visit with my daughters and I can do book club and not worry about my time. Although it sounds like that was a commitment for you well before your retirement. Hmm?
1: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, basically. Yeah. I love it. I recommend it. Everybody retire if you can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> retire if you can when you can. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Well let's talk about um some of the other things that you've done in retirement. Um, now your trip to Africa. So it didn't happen in 2020. Uh, when did it happen?
1: It, the following year. Uh, okay. Um,
0: and what was that like for you? Because you because you hadn't been there before,
1: correct? No, never been there. I loved it. We We mm-hmm. just loved every minute of it. I was on a flight with my oldest daughter and her husband. And then we, so we flew, I think we flew through Doha, Qatar. I've never been there before, but that was just an interesting airport, believe it or not. So we flew, um, you know, you had to, there was no direct flight from DC, which is where I live and near where I live. And there's no direct flight to Cape Town from there. So we went through since we were flying on Qatar, we we went through Doha and uh, arrived Cape Town. And then my younger daughter got in within that day. And then my sister from who lives in France right now, she came down uh, as well. So we all met and spent five days in Cape Town. And um, boy, that was fun. I don't know how much you want to hear about that, but just just an awesome place. There's just no place like it. You know, you're right there at the tip of Africa, um, Atlantic Ocean, Indian Ocean, right, you know, on either side. We drove the coast. There's a beautiful drive, Chapman Drive. Doing that drive is just gorgeous. All kinds of wildlife. Saw um, all these I think there were orangutans and there were ostriches and um just so many animals and things that I'd never seen before. And um yeah, the flora and fauna, it's all different. You know, you're in that southern hemisphere and uh just a different it was spring, you know, there's seasons mm-hmm. are opposite. So that was weird leaving. We left in September and it was spring. It was just spring coming on there. That really threw me, you know, threw me for a loop. Like what?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That would me too. I'm sure. I hadn't thought about that.
1: Well, it sounds great trip. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah.
0: Well, and it's so neat that you got to meet with family members there too. And they got to experience this journey with you.
1: Oh yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been the same without him. So mm-hmm. that was just fun. And we were so fortunate the weather held up because it was pretty windy. You know, as their springs, mm-hmm. it's windy, and we weren't sure we were going to be able to do the cable car up to Table Mountain, which you've probably seen pictures of. Um you have to get in this cable car and go way up to the top of this plateau that looms over South all of Cape town. And, uh, what a view from up there, just so beautiful. And the harbor is beautiful. You see all kinds of boats. Um, one day we took a, a boat out to Robin Island, which is where, um, Nelson Mandela was imprisoned for how many, 20 years, almost 20 years. Um, wow. Heard his story. That was so fascinating. And, uh, Gosh, the food in Cape Town. We went to so many good restaurants. Um, and then five days into that, we left. We flew from Cape Town to another part of to Johannesburg, another part of South Africa. And from there went to on Safari for five days. And,
0: and that's where your REI clothing came in handy. Yeah, that's <laughs> where the REI, it's a hats,
1: sunglasses, you just couldn't do. Couldn't do without them, and uh, oh my
0: gosh! Well, tell us about that.
1: Yeah, well, it was we got a wonderful surprise in that we got upgraded to their their first class uh, suites. These little units that were just we wouldn't have been booked in there normally, but since that people really had not started traveling too much, Mm -hmm. upgraded us and just these beautiful rooms it was just something out of a movie set really you know just an old classic safari type style decoration in these huts and you know that it was near this river called the sand river and out the window you could see the elephants coming up and I mean it, it was just great we saw within a few days we saw pretty much all of the big five I can't even remember what exactly they are but uh, lions, lions
0: elephants
1: yeah elephants rhinos those were that that was probably the, the most Giraffe.
0: thing yeah giraffes uh, Just, what's what else
1: oh A gazelle God. huh gazelle yeah, we saw lots of gazelle and gosh, what were those animals called? There were so many animals um, yeah. that I, no way I could recount all of them, but wow, they were all there. And one thing that really surprised me was how interesting all the birds were, the varieties of birds. Um, that was just a nice, you know, who thinks about birds when you're on safari, <laughs> but yeah. it, it's really really fascinating.
0: Well, how did you all decide, Hey, let's, let's meet in Africa.
1: Um, well, it was just something I always wanted to do Mm -hmm. since I had read about a trip like that. And where some, some people had gone to, it was a trip to South Africa and then up to, um, with the option to go to, uh, Zambia or to the Victoria, Mm -hmm. mostly Atunya. And, Mm -hmm. um, and I thought, wow, that would just be spectacular. I'd love to do that. And Claire, my daughter, who just loves uh, traveling, and she said, "Well, let me let me arrange it." And and I did. I just said, "Okay, you do it." And, oh, uh, I she, love it. <laughs> yeah, she found a friend of hers who was a travel agent, and the friend helped us. You know, we just told her what we wanted to do—that we wanted to spend time in Cape Town. Then we wanted to do Safari, and then we wanted to go up to Zambia, and uh, they came up with an itinerary, and you know we put our deposit, and one thing led to another. Dreams come true. <laughs> I think that is
0: so wonderful because it—I didn't realize it was something that you always wanted to do, and here, here was the perfect time. You had retired. Oh. Yeah,
1: it was. It turned out to be great. It was. It was also like she said, the best time to go for us would be September. And it it coincided with my 65th birthday, which was fun, you know, because that's that's a big one. Sixty five. Wow. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so it was retirement slash sixty five. And, you know, it that it was fantastic. One of the best things about that trip was to be able to spend two solid weeks with my adult daughters, you know, how often do you get that kind of time? Right. And, uh, yeah. And with my older sister, so it, it was beautiful. It was just a beautiful time.
0: I love that you just did that too. Now, would you say when you were teaching, did you allow yourself or were you able to do some of those things that you've quote unquote, always wanted to do that, those dreams that were pulling you, or do you feel like you've had more freedom? I know you did say that you feel like you have more freedom um, in your time and in your schedule and your days, but what about doing those things that you really enjoy or that are on like, you know, the bucket list
1: ideas? Yeah. Are- yeah. Well, I've, I've always liked to travel. So, mm-hmm. um, and of course, when you're working, you can't always do it and, and you're always thinking about, oh, well, when I get back home, then, um, you know, there's laundry to do, there's this to do, there's that. And then you're, before you know it, you're back in the you there's not a lot of time to savor the moments, <laughs> you mm-hmm.
0: know, mm-hmm. um,
1: so that, that I've appreciated more.
0: Right. Yeah, that makes sense. And I also know you have done some interesting, uh, I would say, personal and professional growth and development work. Do you want to talk about any of that that you've done since retiring?
1: Oh Well, um, what do you want to know? (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I know you just got back from a conference in Los Angeles and how did you decide to go on this conference and, um, what, what was pulling you to like, Hey, I'm going to do this conference now. Yeah. Check this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: So I have had time to, to just reflect on things. I've things more uh and Mm -hmm. classes on especially online that i would have Mm -hmm. probably never taken before Mm -hmm. um one thing i just to back up a little bit when when i retired one thing one class that i took um was deborah poneman's yes to success i'm not Mm -hmm. sure i'm trying to think how i got hooked into that um but I'm glad. I
0: And you did that wait before retirement, you
1: said? Um, no, this was after. And oh, right. Okay. Yeah. It was, it was after I would say it was probably right around, you know, that that's funny that that class coincided with my trip to Africa because oh. I remember listening to the replays, the first replays when I got back, cause I missed a couple cause I was gone. Um, mm-hmm. But it was really good for. I know it sounds ironic that you know a retired person would be taking a class called "Yes to Success," but <laughs> yeah. uh, but it was great. It was um, a lot about what is success now mm-hmm. it means something totally different than it did years and years ago, and it means something different when you retire. When you retire, than it does to a working person. Mm-hmm. Turns out there were a lot of retired people that took it as well as people who are working. But mm-hmm. it focuses a lot on it's uh, examining your values, um, identifying what's really important to you. Um, and she has a unique method of goal setting and and uh, and dreaming you know, dreaming your next steps mm-hmm. um, which I really it's like a 10 week course. And um yeah, it's it's really a lot of fun. Um she founded uh a year your year of miracles with Marcy Shimoff ba- back when Marcy did mm-hmm. that class. And uh then she said she wanted to do yes to success again. So she's not doing that with Marcy anymore. But Um, I just love that. And she talked, it's interesting because she talked a lot about Byron Katie, which is Mm -hmm. how I, um, I started following Byron, Byron Katie's teachings and read her books and then heard she had a zoom and uh, that she does Mondays, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And, um, so I started listening to her zooms and I just, Mm -hmm. I just was so curious about it. Um, she she has a worksheet that you can fill out for almost any situation you can think of and you answer six questions on this worksheet and then you take each of those statements and you question them and turn the statements around to look at different possibilities for, for any situation, problem problematic situation you know if you if you've got you don't really do work your, um, strut, your wonderful thoughts. Cause who needs to work on,
0: right? Right?
1: On yeah. You know, somebody, <laughs> somebody does something uh, a little bothersome or mm-hmm. don't understand, or you're confused by, you just fill out the situation and question. It's just very powerful work. She, and then she had a, um, conference in Los Angeles a couple of weeks ago so I went to that for it was a nine-day thing that was a lot of fun and um, I felt like I just became more proficient in that process so yeah I recommend it I, it's not for everyone but I I recommend it if it's if just another way to you know look at your life. I love that
0: and I love that you know, retirement has happened, but you're clearly, you're not done. You know, I mean, you're not one to (laughs) sit on the rocking chair and just in life, like you're still very curious. And I think that's interesting um, and wonderful actually, and inspiring. So what would you say to someone who maybe they're not ready to retire yet, but they're curious about, um doing some kind of practice or exploration to grow or to understand more like you said you know it's a wonderful way to look at life um you know more deeply by doing some of these courses or practices so what would you say to someone who's not ready to retire uh like but they're interested they're curious
1: You, but they're interested and curious about personal growth and development. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Wow. Um, I would just say, you know, take take a course. I had no idea there was so much available, mm-hmm. um, and out there, and especially in the world of transformation. Once once you get on one of these teachers' email lists, you'll you'll get emails from all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, but there's just so much out there, so much really interesting, uh, so many interesting things out there. So I would just say, take, take a course, you know, look for mm-hmm. what's out there because most most of them will send you recordings, you know, even if you can't be present on the call. Um, you know, and you can keep the recordings for, you know, I don't know, six months maybe a year sometimes people mm-hmm. forever. Everybody has their own, their own rules or whatever about that. But uh I just think life is fascinating and our existence is fascinating. The nature of existence and you know the nature of reality is just something so worthwhile and worthwhile exploring. And to to take one and then boy if you i realize most people can't retire until they're 65 like me you know mm-hmm. most don't have that luxury even if then to retire so i don't want to be flippant about oh retire you love it it's great yeah. you know i realize how how um challenging that can be for people mm-hmm. but if you can retire and you're just worried oh well, what will i do with myself yes um, i'm i'm afraid to be without all these goals and these these um defined roles that tell me who i am you know cuz who am i and oh yeah there is that there is that piece of um asking that question like, well, who am I, you know, I was a teacher forever and I helped kids and that was very fulfilling and meaningful. And now what, am I just useless, you know? And of course, Mm -hmm. I I think that's the value of some of these courses is wow, There's just so much out there for you and to do. And, uh, it doesn't have to be this big crisis of confidence, you know, of um confidence or consciousness, like who am I? Um, that's a great question to ask yourself. Mm-hmm. And at any age, who am I without all of this? And um it's only good stuff, you know? it's 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 only good. And so that's one reason I love that word, unbusy because it's okay. To be unbusy. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have to sign, I don't have to define my worth by how many things I'm volunteering for, how many things I'm doing, you know, um, unless I want to. And I feel like I'm just finding my way. I definitely, I'm still not ready. It's been what, three years now, and I'm still not ready to like be all in with 100% of my time on a volunteer effort. Although I love volunteering when something comes Mm -hmm. during the pandemic, for instance, I'll just, what did I, I drove, I would pick up bread at a bakery, a local bakery that's like right around the corner from my house. And I would take it to the homeless shelter. I did that for months. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was, that was great. Um, just things like that. Um, i find real meaning in that in those things and um yeah yeah i like how amazing elena it's just amazing <laughs> how fast your day can become something beautiful when you think all i have to do today is get up fix a cup of coffee and get going. And pretty soon, you know, they're between just things going on around the house, things going on outside. Um, you know, a friend, if you have one or two friends available, neighbors, your life life is full. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: I love that, and I love a couple of things that you've said. Um, is that question. When you retire, then there's that question of who am I? Yeah. what What's the next phase? You know, you know how are you identifying as yourself? Like, are you your role? You know, you're much more than the role you are. You, I mean, you're a person who has value and mm. wisdom. And no matter what you do, you yeah. value. You're valuable, and you're wonderful, and you should be here, and you have purpose. And what you do can change. So and I just love how you've sort of let a lot of things happen organically and just whatever was peaking your interest you found it and you just followed it. You kept following following it and this unbusiness where I mean, would you agree it seems like in general, our culture is, if you're busy, you're valuable, you're
1: important. (laughs) Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and I I think that's why um, you used to hear, like, especially back in the long time ago, where people would retire, and they wouldn't live beyond a couple of years beyond retirement, because they Mm -hmm. felt they were you know they didn't know their purpose in life anymore and that really is the value of um of of uh finding some way to identify you know what what you are how to answer those questions you know whether mm-hmm. it's taking a class like yes to success or your year of miracles um or doing, you know, some work, the work, following the work of Byron mm-hmm. King, or just reading more and more, just use using the time that you have to, to think about, you know, what, what is it? I know for me, um, meditation and yoga have been super important. I, that's the first thing I do when besides drink coffee <laughs> is, <laughs> uh, you know, do yoga and meditation. That's really, really centering where you're just quiet and Mm -hmm. a lot of people have trouble with it. You know, it's in the quiet. Yes. The quiet. And Mm -hmm. that's part of your, the mind's job, right. Is to let you not be quiet. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's just interesting to you know, say, okay, it's time to sit down and, and just be quiet for 20. Well, the mind will just come up with 20 excuses why you don't have 20 minutes to sit and be quiet. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so many just distraction after distraction, but, but just give it some time and sit quietly. And boy, that is just invaluable. That's probably, and I'm surprised that it took me that long to get, a, get around to mentioning the yoga and meditation. Cause I really think that that's so key, um, to peace of mind, to peace of mind. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I love and, that too. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: that's a great way to get centered. And, you know, a lot of people after that, that quiet time, that's, a great time to make your lists of things that you really want to do because your, your mind isn't cluttered and it's not ruled by, you know, the tyranny of all the urgent things you, mm-hmm. you just list or, or, you know, another practice is sitting for guidance, you know, or sitting what do you spontaneous writing, you know, where you just mm-hmm. write and see what comes up right without stopping for five or 10 minutes in see what comes up and you know you have inner wisdom you don't really need you don't really need to take a class I love classes but it's the wisdom that you need is is inside of you and um, it's just it doesn't stop you know it'll be there every day so you always have have that inner Peace, that inner um, voice that won't ever leave you won't will always be there for you. Will always have another idea. Will always tell you your next steps for today. You know, uh, and I don't. It's great because I don't feel like I have to know. Okay, well, what about next year? <laughs> you yeah, know, it, it really just slows down my life enough to go. You know, today is pretty awesome you know I'm looking out my window that forsythia is still in bloom and it is beautiful and I have time for a walk I have time to call my daughters talk to them I have time to read the books I like to read um and if anybody needs my help they can call me you know I'm available mm-hmm. um, So, yeah, Um, it's good.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I, I just love that. I think that's so wonderful. And what a great experience uh, to practice and it is a practice and also to share with others. And was meditation and yoga something you've done um, even before you retired or was, were you newer to the practice?
1: Um, I, I've, I've always liked having some quiet time I mean, since my twenties, mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. say always for sure, but since my twenties, I've always liked having a period of quiet time and mm-hmm. in the morning. Um, and it's taken different forms throughout the decades. You know, I was raised as an Episcopalian and so they have a practice called centering prayer and,
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: and it's setting the timer, you know, for 20 minutes, at least to give yourself that time. Um, recently I got, I did the training through the art of living foundation. They mm-hmm.
0: have
1: a couple of practices that they use. They have a breath practice called sky sadarshan kriya, um, which involves some, um, pranayamas and, you know, breath practice and, and, uh, silence, which I love that, you mm-hmm. know, focusing on your breath. And after that, a 20, just 20 minute of, um, Samadhi, Sahar Samadhi meditation. But I think that the main thing is, um, is that quiet time. And I, I do like, mm-hmm. I, you, I have a, a mantra that I use that seems to help me stay, stay in that vibe. (laughs) It's good to be in that vibe for a long time, you know, to give it, to work its way through your nervous system. And, uh, it just makes you feel great. So,
0: Oh, that's so wonderful. That's so wonderful. And it's, it's interesting because, and I I'm, guessing um we would agree here i feel like the older i get the more i have to learn and you're a person who i mean look you're taking this the art of living foundation you did year of miracles you did deborah poneman's yes to success you've taken byron katie's um uh conference recently and so you're definitely still digging in and learning new things Mm
1: -hmm. yes yes Isn't that curiosity just amazing that we have, we have just endless, endless curiosity and, uh, it's fun. It's really fun.
0: I love that. I love that about you. And it's just, it's wonderful. Now, what would you say, um, if you were to share, gosh, you know, one important takeaway, like, Hey, this is it. Um, like I would say, start here if you don't know what to do next. Like you're in a transition. Um, what kind of helps you to figure out the next step?
1: Yeah, I think a couple of things. Like one is, yeah, make your adventure list. Like what are you just dying to do right now? And, you know, is it is it uh, you know go to Antarctica? <laughs> do under, <underwater, laughs> You know what is it? And make that list. And then uh, I would say, yeah, make your list of like, well, what's your plan for happiness inside of yourself? You know, um, and if you don't have a, a meditation practice, it seems like so many people do. Um, I would, you know, consider it. Just consider how consider what is your plan for inner? So it's almost kind of like outer happiness, inner happiness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You need, you need both. Um, and if you had to really even narrow it down more than that, I, you, I just cannot even conceive of not having 20 minutes of quiet in the morning. Um, I just would be a different, different person. Um, Mm. I think the meditation lets helps you handle whatever comes your way Mm -hmm. because you're always there. There's always going to be some bad news. There's always going to be something coming your way that you're not ready for in life. And meditation just helps you adjust and and, uh, process things so much more easily. So that Mm -hmm. that's, and then the great thing too, again, if you if you meditate and you get quiet for twenty minutes, and then you say you do that writing practice afterward, right. you're always going to have a way to figure out well what's really important to you, what's really important in your heart, what is what is your soul whispering to you that really wants to be heard and really needs to be you know looked at. Um, and and that's a great way, like, so that you're not just doing shoulds and ought, you know, like we all have that voice in our head, that, you know, well, you should do this and you should do that and blah, blah, blah. And it's just so self-defeating and critical <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, it can really work a number on you. You know, it really, really can drive you crazy. And So if you meditate and you do some writing, I, I feel like all the fun things that you want to do as well as, you know, what your soul, deeper things, your soul's really calling you to have a chance to, to surface.
0: That is so amazing and such a great practice, whether you're retiring or not, or whatever transition you're in, or whether you're just, you know, you want to change a career, or you just want something different, and you don't know what it is in your life. So I think um, maybe you just know you need a little something else, and you don't know what that something is. But you know that whatever the moment is, is not happening for you. And yes, that, yes. That, yeah, that same practice is so beneficial. And I think you said it so eloquently. So thank you. Thank you so much for sharing about your Uh, newfound retirement journey and your wisdom. And I think you have a lot of great ideas that I hope inspire. And I know they will inspire some of our listeners here today. So thank you, Celia. appreciate
1: you. you. Wow.
0: That was fun hearing Celia's story. I just love that, that you can retire. Your life is not over. So it doesn't matter how old you are, what you're doing. There's always something to learn, something interesting to do, and some fun to be had as well. So who else wants to go to South Africa now, by the way? Shall we rendezvous? I wanna go. (laughs) All right, bold points. Number one, try being unbusy and see what comes up for you. Number two, if you can, travel and take those dream vacations you've been thinking about. Number three, Take time to reflect on your life, who you are, and what goals you still have for yourself. And you can always make new ones. Number four, remember that life is fascinating. Take a course, study something, explore. There's so much out there for you to do at any age. Curiosity is amazing and fun. Number five, carve out some time for stillness, like with meditation. Number six, try yoga. Number seven, the wisdom you need is inside of you. Love that. Number eight, a way to transition into your retirement? Start with making an adventure list. Some might call it a bucket list. Then consider your plan for creating happiness inside of yourself. Try writing and meditating, or some kind of stillness practice, in order to listen to what your soul is saying to you. Discover what's really important to you and to your heart's calling. And if you'd like a copy of these bold points, see the Women Behaving Boldly website at www.womenbehavingboldly.com. Just enter your email and write bold points Celia in the comments. And if you'd like to leave a message for Celia, you can do that there as well. And do feel free to write any comments on the podcast episode as well. So to keep this little party going, here are a few songs for the playlist. A little variety for you today. La Vie en Rose by Edith Piaf, I-D-Piaf. Oh, my French, it's not perfect, but that's okay. Ventura Highway by America, India by Roxy Music, Africa by Toto or Weezer, and Manhattan by Cat Power. Referenced in this episode, Deborah Poneman, Yes to Success program, and that's at www.yestosuccess.com, Byron Katie at www.thework.com, And Marcy Schimoff at your That's www.youryearofmiracles.com. So thank you. Thank you for tuning in today, you gorgeous human. If you enjoyed this podcast and gained a bit of wisdom or inspiration, please subscribe and leave us a five-star review and let us know what you liked. And share this episode with someone special. It really helps to get the stories out there and it is most appreciated from the bottom of my heart. And if you really, really love it and want to be a sponsor for this woman-owned enterprise, please contact me through Instagram at Women Behaving Boldly, or on the website at WomenBehavingBoldly.com. So, be bold, okay? Go out and do something that makes your heart happy. Have a great day. Legal disclaimer applies to all Women Behaving Boldly media and content. Thank you.